Hey, what's going on, everybody? Paul here from Late Night Gaming. Giving you another, another uh, jog log. It's been a while. Just from the stairs over by my house. Thought I'd take a break from listening to my music and give you guys some of my thoughts on Spark of Hope Meta um, and where it stands right now. Um, disclaimer. Um, my mental focus is kind of off of Trilogy and Infinite Format right now. Really just concerned about Standard. Won't really be playing in like, at like Gen Con or Nova, but hopefully we'll be able to go to Worlds. So, you know, that's kind of where my thinking is right now. I know there's going to be a lot of changes to the game, to the meta, during that gap of time, however, just early meta thoughts, here we go, so the early testing indicated that the Enchiladas deck, which was Elite Talzin, Mandalorian, Super Commando, and Watt Tambor was like the top deck, um, it went undefeated, uh, maybe through about 10 games or so. It was just wrecking everything, all the jank. Um, still think that deck's good, but it loses to Project Ghost Pepper. So this was kind of a deck that we were keeping under wraps a little bit just because it was so good. Starting to see more people running it, so we're um, comfortable talking about it now. But it's just the Elite R2, no R2. Or through the character Elite C3PO and Anakin at single die with faithful companions. And you're playing on military camp. This deck is so good. Not because of the characters or the 30 cards, but the deck becomes really, really oppressive when you win the roll-off in your military camp, and all you have to do is hit either a resource or a disrupt on C-3PO or R2. Use R2 turn another die either to the resource or the disrupt depending on what you haven't gotten to yet then you can use C-3PO's ability to instantly resolve one of those dice increasing its value by one so for example you could double your money you can exhaust Faithful Companions to do the same thing to one of your other dice. So the power play is to first or is to do that to your money and to disrupt to open up the, the game. Um, leaving your opponent with zero resources and you with four. That 
is a blowout. It has been described by myself as the strongest play, like initial play ever in Star Wars Destiny. It's just, if you can pull that off, basically if you win the roll off, you win the game is the way to think about that deck. So it went four days without a loss. And we threw everything at it. We were just trying to build a hate deck to beat it. Just was oppressive. Finally, cracked the kill. Vader not only wins initiative well, those big dice, but he can fear and dead man you. Fear and dead droids. And the deck runs quite a small amount of mitigation, so you really have a hard time stopping that. So I played best of three against teammate Loopy. Double, here you did Fear and Dead Man, these two wins, first turn one. Leading to a change in the deck list, so we have Scruffy in there now. Scruffy's in there, first of all, for the mirror. Okay, try to get their Falcon or their Shadowcaster out of their hand. But it's also against Vader to call that. Try to try to tag that Fear and Dead Man. It's such low health, you just can't. He's already on fighting picks. He went first. This is the worst case scenario. Like, they're on fighting pit, which is terrible for you because you can't action cheat your dice. You have to roll an R2, and fighting pits R2. Um, once you turn to the side you want, he's already rolled invader. You have to just roll invader and just try to hit the four. So, just, I mean, one bad matchup, you know? Um, the other matchup that, the other match that the Ghost Pepper deck lost was, uh, and Ghost Pepper means, like, Ghost Pepper's like a really hot, like hot sauce or something, I think. So it's like, like a spice. So, um, it was like our secret spice, Project Ghost Pepper. But um, the mill deck with blue yellow does pretty well because you can flames, you can vandalize, and you can scrap um, So running fat vehicles, they're susceptible to really all those plays. So one quick second. Some of the um, things to consider going forward for adjustments to Ghost Pepper would be like BBs. Because if you get scruffied out, like, you want to be able to put down a thing that has a certain, like, power level, you know? And, like, in theory, the B Wing is in good synergy with C3PO because even if your opponent, like, gets out in front of you, like, late game, you can, um, if you have a couple mods on the B-Wing and C-3GO is still alive, you can, like, win the action phase. 
begins or whatever of the round. B-Wing comes in, C-3PO comes in. There's your first action. And you can resolve two dice for plus one. So if you roll resolvable damage on the B-Wing or the mods, those get increased by one. You can have like a nice little you know, best case scenario, like a seven, you roll the three, you know, for one and the plus two. Best case scenario would be like a burst C7 um, to, to win the game. Even if you hit like indirect, that's still like three indirect, you know, action cheated basically. So um, B-Wing is like a, it's like one of the answers to the mill matchup is just running more ships. So, like, you can't, like, get blown out as much. Uh, so, that's something to think about. And then, the, one of the answers, the first step against Vader is to run that Scruffy. Now, it might just be, like, that Scruffy and B-Wings are just enough to give you a, a fighting chance in those bad matchups, and then you're dominant elsewhere, and you just kind of live with that, you know? Like, Mill has always kind of been able to deal with that vehicles. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure you need to run fat vehicles in the droid deck just because of how good the Falcon is. Um, I mean, you could make an argument, like, for running, like, one of, of the Falcon and the Shadowcaster, just because of how many resources, like, you'd have to invest in that item. And if it gets blown out, like, that's a bigger deal. Um, so... You know, maybe, maybe that's the answer, it's like one ofs and then B-Wings, maybe like some other ship. There's already uh, an Antipod, and an Antipod, and two Republic cruisers, uh, just for shield generation to like help, help uh, keep you alive. Um, so anyhow, Ghost Piper is really good, and it has very few, like, bad matchups, like Mill, Mill and Vader are the two we've discovered so far. Obviously there might be more, but like, if you like, your deck is like really, really, really powerful, and you like know what your bad matchups are, like, you can bring down the power level of the overall deck and check in, you know, four cards for each of those bad matchups and like just run suboptimal list because you're so, you're so like powerful already just from your interactions like with the military camp and the disrupt and the money generation, like run a suboptimal list that just like gives you against your 
uh, a bad matchup. Like, suppressive fires are already there, so Vader. But, um, literally, like, like, sound the alarm for zero. Um, it's not the worst idea. Because you can handle, like, Vader popping you for five or whatever, but, like, you can't handle 12 damage on a fear and death. So, like, you don't even, you really, most circumstances, like, don't even sound the alarm like this two or three, but, like, maybe the three. Definitely that four. You just, boom. So, these are just things to consider, guys. It's windy and loud. My apologies. So, the mill deck I've been using, not really a mill guy, preface this, is just Elite Lore, Elite Jar Jar, and Cassian. So, I like Cassian. He's kind of a safe place to put your upgrades because he's got good health and um, he keeps the clandestine play if they kill Jar Jar. Um, so he's like he's like actively discarding like faster than it's a team, you know? So like you're just trying to shorten the game a little bit. Um, get stuff out of the hand or off the top every time. So it's not like snail mill as they say. It's a little faster than that. So I kind of like it. I think it's pretty good. Um, my tech in that is all the upgrades are one cost. So you're not like losing a game if you lose a guy. So like War Hunter, Bartering, add one band braces in there. And then force jump. So like put force jump on on a lore. Try to put everything else on Cassian. And then you know, you're in a pretty good spot. Like you got your dexes, you got all your mitigation, like you run your support hate stuff. Seems pretty good. Minimal testing, but I'm a fan of that that variant. So those are kind of like the you know the four decks I've seen. Is that four emerge? So I'd be Saladas, Lead Thousand, Mando, Watt, Project Ghost Pepper, Elite. R2, Elite, C3PO, Anakin, Faithful Companions, Vader. Um, I don't really need, you know, you can play red or yellow. Doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess it does, but it's mostly just being able to um, get the Fear and Dead Men and the Fighting Pit off. If you're really having a hard time with Fighting Pit in the deck, you could run 
across the galaxy just to pop him off of fighting pit for free basically because he's probably faster than you so you're just negating that it's not terrible so what else do we have um so then the other thing would be the mill deck pick your choice of that um I like my little five die. I like five dice mill, mainly like, not mainly, but one of the reasons would be initiative. So like the hot take is that we're in like a taking ground meta or like a initiative driven meta. So the battlefields are being chosen because they really are facilitating people's win conditions, so like fighting pits, mean streets, military camp. A lot of these decks really lose their power level if you get them off of their battlefield. So those decks are still good, but they lose a certain like potency when they can't like execute their primary game plan. So if you're already playing a vehicle deck, like across the galaxy is a card spot that is like a one of that like will definitely like one card out of the 30, like opportunity cost is a thing, but like that one card likely will win you more than one out of 30 games. You just think about it that way. So it's definitely going to, I think it like in the end would like win you more games than it would lose you um, from like an opportunity cost advantage point. Like if that was a piece of mitigation or another ship, um, I think it it, it just, it's worth a, a look. At the very least, it's worth a look. Even if it's not for sure yes do this i think it's still worth a look across the galaxy as a one of so uh taking ground um if you can uh, not afford to do across the galaxy for whatever reason um really prioritizing like characters that have high uh initiative um and then considering using Taking Ground, whether you're using Taking Ground to like advance your own game plan or not, um, I just think like having the battlefield choice is like really really important. So the problem is if you choose a one of those potent battlefields like Taking Ground, and then you're trying to do military camp, or you're trying to do salt flats, or um, you know, mean streets or fighting pit is you better like be going fast, um, somewhat, somewhat fast. And there hasn't really been a way to do that and be a top tier deck. So, um, what I'm proposing is like using taking ground to actually choose your own crappy battlefield. Um, and just trying to make sure that you have a character team 
that is powerful at 28, um, and then banking on the fact that you denying your opponents, consistently denying them their chosen battlefield, um, is going to put you over the top. So, um, is is you denying your opponent their mean streets like worth two character points on your end? And like, if you think about it that way, like it probably is. Like, if their whole deck is designed with big events and stuff like that, or like this, you know, ghost pepper deck that's all designed um, around, um, you know, this whole concept of. Uh, you know, action cheating or two droids in, basically, and then doing a double resolve. Like, if you can stop that stuff for two character points, um, like, imagine your plot said, like, like, your opponent doesn't get to do their broken shit, you know, on using a battlefield the whole game. Like, for two character points. Like, it's... Give them two shields. Like, you might, you might, like, you might play that, you know? So... Anyhow, I, I really think you guys should consider taking ground. Characters have the high die roll off, so like Watto, um, uh, what's her face, Kira, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, five dice villain, a five die anything if you have characters that have decent dice sides and you're only five dice it's pretty that's gonna help you with initiative as well um you know if you can run five dice like i was thinking even like Watt, watto claudite just because you're five dice and you have the watto dice that are pretty good looking as roll off potential um, you might have a decent chance of of taking out the uh the opponent on on initiative there pretty reliably Anyhow, guys, I hope you enjoyed my hot takes, and um, I'll check you around. We'll be live streaming tomorrow night, Friday night. Peace out.